Kiri Toha Tangitu recites a Catholic Waiata or song. In this series, Tiahika explores the role that religion plays in Māori communities. We meet Kiritoha Tangitu of Tepuna and feature highlights from this year's Hui Aranga, the annual Catholic Māori gathering held during Easter weekend. This year, the host region is Tauranga. And Taranaki Komatsua Hinare Ngaya reminisces about Hui Aranga since their first one back in 1946. The Hui was, was held in Otaki year and it was supposed to be there forever after, every year. And so they they tried to build a complex up down there to cater for the Hui every year. But it wasn't to be so because the people themselves wanted to take it back to their marae. At that tini at the Manoko Tahuri Maiki Tene Hotaka Otiahika, no my Fakatau Maira, called Justin Murray, a home. Bishop Pompelia brought the Catholic faith to Aotearoa from 1838 to the Hokianga. In 1840, he travelled to Tauranga. The Catholic missionary was originally based at Wutumutai. In 1871, it shifted to a wooden church on Cameron Road. Hato Hohepa, St Joseph's Church in Te Puna, possesses an important part of that first church's history. This bell was bought from Otumutai. When the Father Karakia was uh, was established at Otumota, the first church, and after that church was was um, was pulled down, our people went there and captured the bell and brought it back here. So there's a rope hanging down, so you yeah. can just pull it. We still use that bell every time. Over here we have a font. On the odd occasion, baptisms are performed outside of the church. This, this, this koatu uh, here, historic baptism rock, they call it here. Known to be used by mid-19th century Catholic missions at Otumuitai, supporting structure includes authenticated 35,000-year-old Cody excavated from Northland swamps. Oh, that's just this frame, I think they're talking about. So what's, what was this like for Pepe, um 
Yeah. So they still use it for baptism. Oh, yep. So does baby just come right here and yeah. it's performed and they, outside? Yeah. Mm. When you walk inside St. Joseph's, the stained glass windows are at the rear of the church. The words of karakia, or prayer, wrap around its interior. It still has the original seating and flooring. The native wood was felled and then floated down the river, as Kiritoha explains. The timber that was uh, used to build this church came from uh, a bushland up in Whakamarama. Pitt saw the timber and brought it down. And they brought it down to the Tipuna River and floated it around, around, around here. Back in those days, you can imagine uh, getting the timber here, chopping, cutting the trees down in the native forest, because all this timber is, is all native timber. So that's how what it was, how it was erected. The logs to the closest river, and they floated it around. They floated the the, the logs around, around to to the. It would have been at least, oh, I would say about three or four kilometres. St. Joseph's Church, built in 1900. This memorial gate stands in tribute to the builders of St. Joseph's Church, Hone Bidawa and Wedehiko Burrell and all the people from the, from the Pitiraco, and to all the priest sisters parishes of the past hundred years. After the um, signing of the Treaty of Waitangi, Pompalia came here amongst us. So he, he was the one that brought the faith uh, to our people. So you'll find that even today, 80 to 90% of the Māori in the Pirirako are Katorika. We're very strong in our faith. We, we think we are anyway. We have at least two or three Māori masses uh, a month. We try and uh, hold our onto our Tikanga Māori side uh, by having at least three or three masses a month. Obviously, 1900 to 2000 was the 100th centenary celebration of this Whare Karakia. Um, what was this church when you were growing up in Te Pirirako, um, Kiritoha? What was it? Did, would you remember attending mass here? How was that nurtured in your household? Within the faith, we we had a convent. We had a convent school here, uh, which was. Um, in the in the 70s, I think, was when it closed up. But in the 60s, we had a convent school here, so it was nuns. Is that building still? The the here? building is still here, yeah. And so the the faith was really sort of uh, pushed on to our children even back then. And we are having a a centenary. We having a anniversary next year. 
With a hard, industrious life in the 1950s, Kiritoha talks about how religion became a daily part of his morning routine. When I was about six, seven, eight, we would go down, milk the cows, uh, six o'clock in the morning, go and milk, help milk the cows, catch our horse, and we would uh, come to church at eight o'clock and go to school after that. So we did that every morning, well, uh, you know, for, for a period of time. And so that was my, my upbringing in the, in the faith. Every um, morning? Every morning. So, so there was a priest here, I mean, in the church, yeah. taking service? There was a priest living here, oh. and he had, he had uh, a mess. Every morning. Do you remember his name? Could Father he... Dolphine was his name. He was a Dutch priest. He came up north. They taught him the rail up there, up in, in Hokiang. They taught them the rail. So they say, they call that place uh, the Kohanga o te, o te Hahi Kapurika. Running a small church in Te Puna has been met with a few challenges. There are few Māori-language-speaking priests, although Kiritoha adds that over the past few years there have been Indian and Asian priests proficient enough to deliver Mass in Te Reo Māori. There are four marae in Te Puna, Tu Te Ranga, Paparua, Pautu Te Rangi and Tawhiti Nui, all within a few kilometres of each other. I ask Kiritoha about the place of Whakapono, religion, in the home and on the marae. A good example... And I use that example, is kihi ngātai. Now, kihi ngātai can walk in both worlds. And he's a kaumātua. And he's a kaumātua. From here from Tauranga, yeah. And he's a kaumātua from, he lives here in Tipuna. Him and his, him and his wife, Maria, they are a good example of how uh, we can uh, walk in both worlds. And even in the hahi. We can walk in both worlds in the Hāi as well. So this is why we we try and uh, make sure the, the Taha Māori side is is implemented into our faith, and uh, and this brings us to uh, to cope up like the Huiara where we, um, we attend, we attend uh, Hui Aarang every year. We've been doing it for, for 35 years now. And uh, this year, uh, 2017, we are the hosts of the Hui Aarang. We've been going for 35 years. Now, the Hui Aaranga, the kopap of the huiaranga is a uh, the, the death and resurrection of Christ. That's the that's the kopapa of the huiarang. So we celebrate the death and resurrection of Christ in a Maori way.
Easter is a busy time for many, but for Māori Catholics around the country, it's a time to reaffirm their faith at the annual Hui Aranga. Tauranga Moana was this year's host region where up to 13 Catholic groups gathered to participate in the weekend's activities that include sports and kapahaka. For Vera Wilson of Ohakune and Taranaki Komatua Henare Naya, Hui Aranga is about all Māori Catholics coming together. Hey, whaka kotahi te, te whaka pono i roto i roto i te iwina, te meake ki ngā mokopuna, ki ngā rangatahi, taeke ki ngā matua. O tēnā te, o tēnā te meake au, ko te wairua, te wairua tango o te tangata ne. Henare Naya is an entertainer and a campaigner. For the past few years, he has set about correcting misspelt street signs in Hawera Taranaki, a plight he took to the council. Henare has attended every single hui aranga since 1946. Born in Mangamuka, his mother was Ngāpui and his father was Ngātiruanui of Taranaki. Although as a child his family were raised as Ratana, Henare would go on to attend the Catholic Māori Boys College Hatopaura. After the death of his father in 1939, Henare and his whānau moved back to Taranaki in 1945, where the octogenarian has lived ever since. Vera Wilson lives in Ohakune. For the past five decades, Vera has been in charge of music at Maungārongo Marae. She's a member of the Ruapehu Māori Catholic Club and has been heavily involved in her community. As a life member of Hui Aranga, Vera was awarded the New Zealand Order of Merit for Services to Māori, Music and her community. Both joined Tiahika to talk about being Catholic Māori, first going back to where it all started. The Hui was, was held in Otaki here and it was supposed to be there forever after, every year. And so they, they tried to build a complex up down there to cater for the Hui every year. But it wasn't to be so because the people themselves wanted to take it back to their marae. And so Otaki became another place to, ha- to have the Hui, you know, when, when that time came. The second Hui was in, at Maungārongo. Yeah. There you go. So it, but it, it, it was trying to go back to Otaki all the time. The kaupapa is still the same. We're under the ban of another iwi. So who were those people that were instrumental in those early days of setting up hui aranga, nawai kawe. Her tupuna, her tupuna had, had a big thing to do with it, and it and it didn't take much to spread, uh, and so that's what happened, you know. And so it only wanted somebody to sow the seed, eh, Vera? Can you mention any and, names, Vera? My dad's family was very Catholic, and they had to get afi from the in-laws too. And, that's, and they started this like, this is like a maramatanga to us. This huiyoranga thing is, is something, it's is doing very well for the mote, mote hahi katolika, doing very well for the church. All these young people, they may be all kinds of, all kinds of personalities uh, over the year, but when they come to the hui, they settle in. They settle into the kaupapa. Can you share about how religion played a part in your whānau life, in your upbringing? 
Well, for us at home, it was uh, you were seen and not heard, and you went to what I told you to do, <laughs> and but um, so it instilled in us as we grew up our Katurikatanga, made sure that our, our children were baptised. Uh, well, I think that gives, gives them a foundation, even if they don't sort of come to church. Eh? Mummy, my mum, made sure that we were always there for church. Mm. She taught us about the church, mm. and because she was not the Catholic, it was my dad. But she changed later. Um, what was her religion in the beginning? Um, I was Catholic. But mum was Methodist, yeah. and my mummy, mummy was from Papariki. The church, the Catholic church, uh, made a big effort. Eh? The Harimaki, the Aotearoa, you know, the French, the French, and Horatunga Teropuprihi. There was the French people that came here, uh, and they uh, formed a, a, a group of young, young Catholic priests to come just to be with the Māori. Yeah, and, and I think that was a brave move of the of the church. There were Māori ones in there too, and they brought the faith. All that group of priests are almost disappeared, have almost disappeared. It's the people carrying on now with, as though it was a normal people, thing. Yes, hey, people. Hey, yeah. The people itself. So the Morris fathers, they were the, they were they they were the priests that, that the Morris fathers, the Morris fathers, yeah, yeah Morris, you know. So, Mariko, you know, most of them Kumati. Oh, and they came here basically to Christianize the Maori people. They learnt the real. And I think when they understood the real and understood our people, our people were already they could turn around and. Tell the priests what they were thinking. These Morris fathers, they developed this hui, you know, this yeah. this hui, just to to keep the thing going. going. And and instead of just being krakia and things, it became tikanga, Maori tikanga. Eh? Yeah. Krakia still, but Maori tikanga, you know. Yeah. What what is that now that they say? Viu raporto. Rapu to Maori to Maori Yeah, to to Maori That better. to Maori In your tikanga Maori, this wairua fits. Tauranga Moana was this year's host region, held at Aquinas College. Over the four-day weekend, activities included sports and kapahaka. Is it very competitive? Yes. Oh, it's very competitive. Very, very com- You know, you know, we we even tried just to have a hui to get together and and have just bring something and perform, but with no prizes, no. And that wasn't received all that well. I don't <laughs> they think. Said, no way. We're not performing we this year for nothing. <laughs> Your enemies on the football paddock. Your enemies on the. So, um, do you both have a favourite scripture? Have a favourite scripture from the Bible. 
that's carried you through these years. Oh. Maybe. What is it? Yeah, what is it? Lord, make me a channel of your peace. And what does that mean to you? Like what we've just been talking about. Like we've come here in peace, and tomorrow we play sports. And <laughs> but after that, we always come back in peace. I, you know, there's, there's, I believe in that saying. What is saying? Uh, I live as if I was going to die tomorrow, but I learn as if I'm going to live forever. And I think that we live as though we're going to die tomorrow. You know, we might miss out, but we learn as though we're going to live forever. We, we've, we've both been recognised by our Pope. We've both got a recognition from the Pope. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. Last year, wasn't it? What do they call it? The Benemenity Certificate, that's what it is. We nominated Hinari? I didn't really know about it. What, what it is, is that the, the people in, in your church area, they put forward your name to your priest, and then the priest does that, and he just sends it to the bishop. Bishop sends it on to the Pope, and it takes a few months. You forget all about it. Next minute, oh, you've got to be at mass because you're blah, blah, blah. Oh, what's that for? Because I'd gone forgotten. Because it was months ago. And it was that, hey? Yeah. And then, so we, we went, and we got done at Mogaro in our little chapel, and... Um, Bishop Cullinane, mm. he mm. came through to Mangaroa and um, he, he gave us our, our medal. There was three of us. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't know anything about it until, until the time I... I didn't know about it, yeah. So it was really a people's thing, eh? It's a people's thing. And the people that thought about me didn't tell me about it until the, 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 the until this the time, time I turned up. Yes. Hinari noia, kia ora. Kia ora, Vera. Tēnā rā koe, tēnā koutou e whakarongo mai nei ki tēnei kore tāpe ai. Tēnā koutou. Ka mihi ake ki taku tuahi nei ki a Vera noho mai nei noki ai. Tēnā koe me e te whakaro nui. Mo te whakaro nui mo te tātou, mo te hai, mo te tātou hui aranga. Tēnā, tēnā, hai, hai. There is a strong connection between the Catholic French missionaries and the community of Te Puna. There's the names, the surnames to be exact, like Burrell and Bedouin. Billy Burrell sheds some light on his whakapapa, his genealogy. Originally it was Pompalia that brought the, the faith into our area, and, and he was from France. And Tipuna has a lot of uh, French, French. Uh, our ancestors are the Frenchmen. And my name is Burrell, there's Bidouas, there's others, there's Poitiers. But we, uh, we, are, we are French ancestry. My mother is from a place from, um, well, Taitokero, at a place called uh, Miti Miti Rangi Point. 
and their strong faith up there was Katurika. And she came down from uh, north and married uh, my father, which was uh, Burrell. Koheba Burrell was his name. And she married him. And they were, they were both staunch Katurika, along with the our people around Paparo and to uh, Tipuna, all staunch Katurikas. It was, uh, I used to think, my grandmother, she was uh, the, the she was the staunch one. She was the one that uh, made us or tried to get us to come to church. We always followed our grandmother. She was the one that, that, that brought us through the church. My father was a katakita. Katakita, you know, I don't know, a lot of people know what the katakita is. Yeah, what is that? Katakita, well, in, in, uh, in the early days, there was no Māori. The priests that didn't speak the Māori, they all done it in Latin. But our, our people followed the Mass in, in the Māori, and they were the katakita. There was about two or three of them in one of the, the, the pews or the, uh, the boxes there. That's where they were, the katakita. They were doing all Māori while the priest was doing Latin. So were they translating? Yes, well, they were more or less following the, the Mass in Māori. Because the Mass was done in Latin, but <clears throat> with the Mass, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, common. They know exactly what, what goes on the Mass. There's a sequence of Mass. Every um, Easter, there is a, a practice of Lent, so there is no meat eaten today. Is that... No. No, is that practice still very much carried out? Yes, it is. But then some people, some young people are going uh, without chocolate and without smoking, or you know, oh, yes. they're, they're adapting to other things. Is that common? That, that's leading up to Lent. Leading that's up the to time Lent. of Lent. That's when they sacrifice something for the, because they know that Christ died, died for us, and He rose again. And this is a thing that was told, drummed into it, through their heads, that they they had to give up something for Lent. Like whether it's uh, eating uh, butter in the morning, going without butter, going without something, sacrifice. That's what it is. The fasting. Yep. They were doing some fasting. And did, did you practice that in your house as a kid? It was drummed into you from your grandmother? Yes. Or? Yes, it was. It was. All, you know, ever since then I've always been. There's a lot of other things too besides the, the Lent, you know, you... you they have a thing called confession and uh, you, the priests give you that reconciliation and you go to them and they, they absolve your sins um, that's what they do and then you feel good because you, now you come into the huyaranga and, uh, but during the Lent you, you, well it's up to you whether you, you have house how you want to be you don't tell no one you don't have to tell Mirka I've given up that for Lent, but some people do that, but you don't have to do it. It's up to you.